Many of those who had heard the word believed. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. Uh, Happy Thursday to you. We're starting into Acts chapter 4 today. Today we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 4. And uh, before we get into the Word, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you that we have this moment to pause and rest in your presence. And we pray that your Word would um, speak directly to the need of our heart today. And we would be challenged, encouraged, and inspired by it. Uh, for this journey of faith. Father, we love you. We want to be faithful to you. Uh, Mostly, Jesus, we want to lean in and cling to you and depend strong on uh, who you are and and, um, on your leadership in our lives. We thank you, Lord, for this time together, and we uh, ask that you would use it in a mighty way. In Jesus' name, amen. Here is Acts chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. And as they were speaking to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, greatly annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they arrested them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to about 5,000. This is um, an interesting section <laughs> because we're trans, uh, uh, we're sort of um, going from uh, Peter's uh, talk to the crowd in Solomon's portico, and moving on, we're transitioning to Peter and John before the ruling council. So now they have been pulled aside and. They're now defending themselves, beginning their defense, or soon to begin their defense in front of the ruling council. Um, And so as Peter and John continued speaking to the people, out of the blue come the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees. uh, And they were annoyed with Peter and John because they were speaking to the people and proclaiming uh, the resurrection in Christ. And um, these folks wanted to snuff that out. They had no belief in the resurrection. They had no desire for that teaching to be espoused. And they were annoyed by the fact that John and, and Peter were doing this. So they arrested them and put them in custody until the next day uh, because it was already evening. So um, those who were gathered and had been listening heard the word And Luke tells us they believed. And the number of the men that came to faith in Jesus Christ that day were about 5,000. We see earlier in the book of Acts, um, during Peter's first public sermon, uh, that those who received his word, this is chapter 2, verse 41, uh, and and were baptized. And they were added that day about 3,000 souls. This is uh, Peter's sermon at Pentecost. Now we're a little ways from that, and they've been teaching and preaching in Solomon's portico, and the listeners there have been amazed at what they've been hearing. They had just watched Peter and John perform the healing on the lame beggar, and uh, now word has spread to the religious leadership, 
and Peter and John wind up in jail and uh, will be facing this crowd soon. Uh, but the the amazing impact of the preaching and teaching of the gospel into the hearts of those who are receptive. And in that day, 5,000 people, men, came to faith. Now, we can presume that their families, in some cases, were with them. So the ultimate number of those who came to faith in Christ that day is probably hard to ultimately account for. But I would suspect that it was more than 5,000 people that day that came to faith in Jesus. Um, One of the beautiful (laughs) and frustrating things about the book of Acts is that we see this mighty move, this mighty working of the Spirit of God, and yet we we feel as though we're divorced from those experiences in the church today. We don't see the same mighty movement. We don't see the gospel having the same impact in And it can be frustrating because I want to see those things. I want to see the the gospel um, setting people free and changing lives and people coming to faith. Um, And uh, we just have to measure our victories differently today. Uh, We're not seeing the same kind of outpouring uh, as existed in the first century church right after Pentecost. But uh, we should not mistake uh, the reality that God's spirit is still working in a mighty way and moving receptive hearts toward faith in Jesus. And I hope that you have radar to see that in your life. Yes, maybe we're not seeing the big impacts. We're not seeing the massive numbers of people coming to faith in Christ in one moment. But we should celebrate every moment that a person who was not walking with Jesus comes to see Jesus for who he is. That's a victory for the kingdom, my friends. And we should be be celebrating every single one. And we should devote our lives to investing in people toward um, those moments of coming to faith in Jesus. Are you invested in that? Is your life all about that? Or is that something you include in the mix, but you're not devoted to it? I pray that you would become, in the coming year, that you would become devoted to the work and ministry of Jesus Christ in the world. That you would devote yourself, mind, body, soul, and spirit to that work and uh, that the Lord would use you in a mighty way in the lives of people. Yes, it may call for sacrifice. Yes, it may be inconvenient. Yes, you may have to give up some time that you would otherwise prefer resting or doing something else, but it is uh, for the cause of the kingdom and uh, the call of God on our lives is that we would put Christ in his kingdom first. All right, my friends, I'm challenged as always by these words and I hope you are too. God bless you as you continue on in your day. And may these words continue to resonate in your hearts as you consider them today. God bless.